Hey Rippers, are you learning how to surf? But have you got a clue? Or are you a big old kook? Since there's a million ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a few things. Because if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, because everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason we start a kook cast. Because the more you know, the less you'll kook it. <laughs> so bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom, one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and I started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. Well, we got a doozy for you this week, and it's one of those episodes that it's hard to describe, and when that happens, I tend to ramble. <laughs> so instead of doing more of that now in the intro, I think I'll just let you listen to me Rambo and the, uh, did I say Rambo? <laughs> I think I did. Uh, I'll let you listen to me ramble in the episode. But listen, that being said, there are some gems buried in the muck, all right? Get out your shovel and dig and persevere through this episode, because I promise you're going to walk away with some good things to think about. All right, here we go. Yeah, I really feel like we do have our work cut out for us because as we were, you know, realizing in the outline, there's so many instances of how this topic comes up. Basically, when I was outlining it and like trying to just get my notes down on paper, I was realizing there's never a time it's not like to be thought of, you know, it's it's never something to, to neglect or ignore. Um, and I think the best way to start this kind of episode off is to define it because I guess this is also a word that could be maybe misunderstood if you try and, you know, take your own stab at the definition. And even still, when I think about, oh, let me explain it for you, I realize, do I even know how to explain it, you know? But um, trim, it, trim is, I, I think of trim a lot because trim comes up in sailing, you know, you trim your sails. And, and actually, that's going to be a relevant uh, analogy I'll use later. But it comes up in sailing. It comes up in like your motor, you know, your outboard motor, the trim, the tilt of the motor. Mm -hmm. um, and then in surfing, of course. And, and they all mean pretty much the same thing. The angle, the amount, the, the pitch, the, the, you know, relative to a neutral center, let's say. Right. So, so and I, it kind of it kind of when you when you were talking about trim that way, one of the first things that came to mind was glide. You know, mm. like trim and glide. Those those can be kind of intermixed, and mm -hmm. it, it might make it a a little more confusing. But it's it's that's the feeling that that I you know when when we're talking about the the glide is the feeling you know, and the, and the trim is the actual like the knowledge of of knowing it. You totally. Know? Totally. I love that, actually, because we've said that before, like when we're teaching someone good paddling technique, you know, and we're already getting into our outline a little bit. I, I guess this is going to be one of those ones where we bounce back and forth between our points and the outline. But, you know, when someone I'm teaching someone there like to paddle properly, I'm always motivating them to 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 be sensitive to the glide, to to feel that, to recognize when it happens. And I think at first it's a hard thing to do. And then maybe you feel it for a moment and you're like, ooh, was that it? And you know, you get better at discovering it as you go until you can just have it right away. But it's so true. Tr trim and glide are 
uh, like related very closely. Good trim will lead you to be able to glide. You cannot glide, your board can't glide without having good trim. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I, yeah, that's true. It's it's uh, it's definitely relevant that that whole aspect of it. Um, so yeah, like starting off, just to to uh, as a reminder too to everybody that we're going to talk about this concept of trim and that it's not something that's like only while riding or only while paddling, but it's always present. It's something basically what the surfer is doing is always affecting their trim. When you're standing up, when you're paddling, everything you do, even the way you press up is not, it's not as it appears, you know, it's not just this one thing. It's not just a maneuver, but there's a subtle little things going on in there. That's like a shifting of weight. And then, and there's a really good aspect of the definition too, is your weight. Like what the surfer is doing is using their weight to change their trim. And this is how you set your rail, lean it over to the left and change your trim and trim over to the left, lean back, you know, trim, trim back and left. And, uh, well, I'm probably going to end up talking too much. So I'm going to stop right there before I start reading off the rest of the outline. (laughs) Right. I mean, just, just that, I think it's really important for us to, you know, touch on all of our fundamentals. We all, we always bring our, our students and our listeners through the fundamentals. And, and this is a good way for them to, you know, understand and acknowledge how important your trim and and your positioning and your weight and all that, how important it is and how much it affects your paddling, your board control skills and your stand up. Um, just that we're, we're always searching for it and we're all, and it's a, it's a very dynamic thing. Every time you change your board, every time, you know, the conditions are, are different and the waves are, are breaking differently. You have to adjust for, you know, make a mark on your board and you're, you're set there and you're ready to go. So, yeah, that, that brings up a great point of like how perfect center, um, this, this true center that we have in our notes, it's a dynamic thing. You know, like you said, you can't make a mark on your board. And then is that mark there? Is that we've referenced this before? Um, we'll get into it more of course, but the, that true center is such a dynamic thing. But you also said something that reminded me of how I wanted to open up this this conversation, this whole discussion about trim, was to kind of encourage people and to, to, to make sure they don't feel intimidated by this word or this concept of trim. And, and I'll do that by saying you already understand it. Yeah. Because in your fundamentals, when you're learning how to do the most simple of things, you're being taught to be aware of trim, maybe without using that word so you don't realize you're caring about it like when we talk about getting in perfect position for your paddling you know not too far forward not too far back obviously or left or right whatever but looking for that true center which is about your trim getting that board so that it glides same thing with your sitting turn you see a wave coming what's the first thing that you're supposed to do before you turn for it change your trim sit back you sit back on the board and you change your trim. Nose comes up in the air, rail line gets cleared out of the water, and now your nine foot longboard that was once flat in the water has now become a four foot surfboard. 
and the other five feet of it is up in the air. And you, what you've done is change your trim so that you can rotate it much more efficiently. And I just wanted to get that out so that people realize like, oh, I do know what trim is and I change my trim all the time. So now yeah. is time to start thinking about it more and deeper in the parts that you weren't thinking about it before. Like when you're pressing up to take off on a wave and go into your standup, that little millisecond of time, there's like things you can do to encourage your that situation. Um, uh, even in the press up when you're going through whitewater, paddling back out to the lineup after you caught mm -hmm. a wave, you know, we change our, our weight distribution over the board again to affect our trim. So I'm really glad oh. you mentioned that. So this, this is something that I think the listeners should take and, and run with right away is just that whole press up, that whole press up feel and, and finding trim and learning the little nuances of trim. Like we, we talk it, about it all the time. Just focus on your, pro, your press up. Go out mm -hmm. there for 30 minutes of your, the first part of your session. Don't worry about standing up. Just f feel the difference in trim when you're, you know, when you're slightly back you know, and, and, and mess around with how much leverage you can get out of it. And, and really trim is like, it's, it's the gateway to real surfing, you know, mm. like angling, setting your rail and going down the line and getting this new rush of speed that you only get if you find trim that's that's what everybody's after if you've mm -hmm. if you've only ever been you know taking off and focusing on on getting to your feet and riding straight to the beach you really you've never gotten that you know getting squeezed out of a tube feeling right and it only it only works if you stick your rail in the wave face at this you know at this dynamic angle and feel it squirt you down the line right dude that is so valuable what you said and it's making me think of how trim what makes it so tough i guess except in paddling and thankfully so because that's fundamental number one that you got to learn but in almost every other situation that you have to control your trim you're doing it in a dynamic changing setting like when you're going through the white water when you're on a wave when you're sitting and turning it's all under a moving or over a moving medium so the right amount of trim and how you stand on a board, like even the guys that just seem to be standing perfectly still right there, there's still very subtle little movements, the hips move, the shoulders, the lean over, like you, you can feel the bog rail coming. So you lean back or off of that rail a little bit and that anticipation of negative things happening with your current trim as the world around you changes. So having the understanding to be like, oh, I need to readjust my trim, which means readjust my weight distribution so that I can continue in this effortless flow as the wave under me changes. But seemingly from the outside observer's view, nothing changed, you know, right. but that, that's such a, I love how you nailed that. That was such a really big revelation almost for me right in this moment. Like not only do you have to be dynamic yourself about trim, but it's because you're in a dynamic environment. So you have to constantly be answering and, and being attentive to that environment that you're floating on. And, and even going back to your, your paddling and finding perfect trim, like, as soon as you get strong enough to keep your head and your chest up and ha and and practice that proud paddling form you you start to f really feel the power of those little shifts in in dropping your head and chest uh 
an inch, a half right. an inch, right. or being able to really cobra up and and rear back your head and your chest and and actually dynamically put more weight on your hips and and get yourself out of sticky little bog rail nose dig situations totally even when you're just and and you can work on this when you're just paddling when i started riding these the big these big ass boards i you can really feel these little nuance movements like even just bringing your feet together changes the way that you come you're going through the water mm. again when you move pull your head up and your chest up on on a big board you can really see the your the water line break you know for, further back from the nose and you can you can basically feel yourself slow down totally. so that's a really good uh, opportunity to go out and get really intimate with those little nuanced changes that you can make and if you if you know how to use them then you got all these little tricks in 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 your back you know to pull from when you really need it you know those those little extra things that that will get you into waves or or get you through waves right you know that make a huge difference totally totally yeah i'm just thinking right now of like paddling into a wave and and kind of having like a little bit of a lean forward in my press up like grabbing the board in a certain way so that I know as I press up that brings my weight over my hands more like where I basically thinking about where I position my hands so that when mm -hmm. I press up my weights where I want it to be you know these like little micro decisions you're making in, in just a moment's time and then and then of course you know we're obviously huge advocates of pressing up and body surfing that surfboard around the lineup but it's for good reason and here's another one of them like you were saying already uh, you know to, to really discover the nuance of trim and it's not just a left right forward back thing but it's a combination of all those things it makes me think of a joystick you know how a joystick doesn't just push forward or pull back or go left or right you can do any combination of those directions and any intensity too you know, right. you can go way forward, you can go way back, like a sitting turn. You sit your butt way back so your nose comes way up. You know, so that would be like joystick, back, you know, and then you're taking off on a wave and you're getting ready to set your rail and you may have to joystick forward and left a little bit or joystick back and left a little bit, you know, all yep. depending upon that particular wave and how well you're catching it or not catching it, how steep the wave is, it's always such a, this is what makes surfing so hard and surf coaching so hard. Someone yeah. will paddle back out and be like, oh, you know, what did I do? So you'll explain, you know, this is what I saw, this is how I feel. But you have to, I, I've gotten into the habit of disclosing or, or like prefacing my, my criticism with, but that doesn't mean you have to do that next time. Cause next time's gonna be a different wave. So right. <laughs> don't just take what I'm saying now and try to do it like by the book. Just know in that situation, here's what went wrong. You know, right. you didn't set your rail hard enough, so you caught the, the trough too soon, too quickly, you know, and you just put your nose right there. But on the next wave, it's if, if it's a burger, then you want to go a little straighter. Then you want it. So it's what a, what a tricky thing. This is what makes it a lifetime endeavor is because we're always just trying to achieve perfect trim. And I guess from the moment you hit the water and start paddling to catching waves and doing your thing, it's all about good trim so that you're just always gliding. I, I just love the joystick analogy. It just makes so much sense to me, and and it it kind of only you can only feel that if you're able to hold like 
proper good paddling form and really there's not that much of your body actually on the board so mm. it really feels like you're kind of rolling around a little bit like on your lower you know like from your hips up to you know like lower underneath ribs. your yeah lower ribs so just i mean that's basically all that's on our boards mm. you know our legs are up and our and together and our and our feet i mean and our head and our chest are up so it really allows us to kind of be on this on on this ball that we're that were or be that you know that joystick you actually are the joystick and you feel yourself leverage forward and slightly to your right and and all those little nuanced things so these are these are great things for you guys to to start working on and start trying to trying to find that feeling yeah right and it and it's got to go you got to find true center that's why perfect paddling position is so important because nothing's going to improve from a bad position you know bad trim doesn't get better it gets worse so starting right from your paddling position get it down like locked you got to have that relationship with your board that when you put it to, or any board really you put it in the water and you can feel right away you can see right away where you need to be to put your weight and you'll get your weight down and then right away already just like ooh, I could move it a half inch back sometimes I don't even move I just like lift up and re-stick my belly down almost as if it's the same spot, but it's probably not because I could just feel something by like the microest unit is off. And it's not a, an adjustment. I can't slide up or back. That's going to be too much. It's just like, uh, re-stick, you know, just like lift the butt cheeks up and sit them back down again. There it is. <laughs> yeah. That's the comfortable spot. <laughs> yep. Dead but, on. Dead and on. Knowing that that true center, I wanted to say, though, is just so important because that's where the joystick action is. That's neutral center, you know, and you need to have that because when you get into press up, if your calibration's already off, it's gonna be even more off when you try to use the joystick that's not perfectly centered. And that's right. why I love that the press up really gives the joystick its true like visual uh, reality to people. You know, it's like, there you are, the joystick. Now you have the leverage of a joystick that you can like take from the top and affect center, which is down at the bottom you know, much greater. Like you can do it, as you said, especially great paddlers like you can just so subtly change their trim in their paddling position when they have no leverage. Like you're in contact with the board. But for people to start discovering this, I feel like they really benefit from getting in press up and discovering that too. Because that's when you have even more leverage and just a little shift is gonna have a big effect. Yep. And then to continue with that, like discovery and your paddling, of course, and all aspects of your surfing. And, and then finally to wrap it up with your surfing, you know, yep. I, it happens all the time. This almost was going to be an episode about cutting back and kicking out and stuff like that until we were going through it and realizing like, no, wow, trim is so much more foundational to all of your surfing. So yep. now it's just our conclusion, our wrap up where... The, like when you surf a wave and you want to cut back or you want to kick out or straighten out or do anything really other than a micro adjustment, you have to radically change your trim in the same way that you want to change your trim and uh, to turn for a wave and, and catch it. You sit way back on your board. When you're riding a wave and you're standing on your board and you want to do a cutback or a kick out, you need to change your trim, which means changing your weight, which means changing your foot placement. And this is so true. I mean, we're really speaking to the long borders and mid length, basically anything above a, a short board where you can put front foot on center and back foot on tail. 
any other board, you're going to have to move your feet to be able to hit those trim points. You know, and, and that was like, that was going to be the whole episode, like I said, but now it's the conclusion is just moving your weight. You finding those trim points that you already know about because of your paddling position and your sitting turn and your takeoff and your press up and so on. Absolutely. That's, that's the, that's the your end result again is, is, you know, if you have those building blocks in place, your foundation together, once you do stand up on your board, it is going to be really quite easy like you're already being trim you'll just already right. be in trim that's why we're that's why we're people who are having such a hard time with their stand-up you know we're just pulling them back pulling them back why why are you having such a hard time with your stand is because of all these other things before it mm. you know so so just focusing on that stuff and then you know just play just playing around like we always say just just try different things you know feel what it's like to to play around on a wave and just force yourself i don't know into more rear rearward rearward trim you know and just and just kind of like ride a whole wave kind of kind of like stalling on the back a little bit yeah. and then and mm. then on the next wave that's really like small and and lined up and and like you already have a nice line set feel what it's like when you just kind of like leverage forward over your your front knee and over your front foot and and see how you know basically it's it's hard to ride a wave like like that start to finish you know or any any one way you just it has to be dynamic but just playing with those two um and and seeing where it takes you it's just all about finding that little breakthrough and sometimes it's doing it completely wrong that that provides you the breakthrough right right that's such a good point and then and not to like (laughs) beat a dead horse but man press up is such a valuable way to do these discoveries because there's going to be less falls you know you're going to lose less waves if you try to have this serious experimentation from your feet you'll stall out of way and that's so frustrating if you're already just getting to a point where you're satisfied with your wave count you know, I mean, yeah. I get plenty of waves and I'm still not okay with giving them up, you know, in the name yeah. of practice. So that's where the press up really comes in and, and saves the day. You can experiment with trim and be kind of aggressive about it and not lose the wave, you know, yeah. and, and just remind yourself, this is all in the greater good. This is like going back to our be willing to fall episode, like be willing to, to, to not stand up and do the same thing on this wave for the hundredth time in the name of discovering something new, maybe really like trying to get more into this whole trim topic we're talking about because it really is a game changer when you can just be so dynamic you can you'll get to the point where you're fluent about it you start to see the wave up ahead changing and you already know what you got to do and that's that effortless glide that never changes that never no matter what if you're hitting the shoulder or a steep section the glide just continues on and that's what everybody right. wants to do like isn't that the motivation of our teaching just to get people enjoying their time in the water getting on waves that isn't like a frustrating boggy feeling just frictionless icy glass sailing along yeah that's it folks we would try not to complicate it too much and just get right out there and put put your time in that's right that's right try not to good rapping with you coach that was blast yeah that was we did a good job on that one i was nervous about it because it's such a you know one of those tricky ones you get get lost in your words over nice work brother hell yeah coach talk soon hell yeah Woo! Yeah.